Shortlisted is brought to you by Future Women's Jobs Academy. Getting back to work after a career break isn't easy. Future Women's Jobs Academy is a free online program supported by the Australian Government. It's proven to increase confidence and connect women with meaningful and flexible jobs. Apply today at jobsacademy.futurewomen.com. We'll support you to find the right job and thrive. Nothing makes a person go weak at the knees quite like a job interview. Enter Shortlisted, a podcast by Future Women where Helen McCabe and I hold your virtual hand, walking with you every step of the way, right to the interview door and straight onto the shortlist. In this episode, we tackle the daunting prospect of what to wear. Now, Helen and I don't normally make it our business to tell anyone how to dress, but the truth is that professional clothing has changed a lot, particularly in the last few years. So let us bring you up to date to make sure that your clothes don't risk destabilizing your confidence. I'm so anxious about this episode. (laughs) Explain to everyone why this makes you anxious. I feel really uncomfortable telling people what to wear. I think it it, it just comes from that. I I feel like I am entitled to tell myself what to wear and occasionally my child. Uh, And even that, I don't get a lot of control anymore anyway. Um, I I feel like the most important thing for people going to a job interview and thinking about what to wear should be them and their opinion and what makes them feel good. And yet at the same time, which is what makes this hard to answer, we know that there are a level of expectations that people do have about workplace attire and what people should wear. And rightly or wrongly, those expectations exist. So maybe, Helen, it's worth reflecting on maybe how it's changed because you and I have both been in the workforce for a while and I feel like what people wear to work has evolved. Yeah, so the first point I would make to anyone, you know, 40 plus who's listening to this is that it has changed a lot and you're 100% right, feeling comfortable in uh, the interview is the most important thing. So wearing what makes you feel comfortable is point number one. But therein lies the problem. Most of us don't know what we're going to feel comfortable in in an interview if we don't think we look appropriate or good. So what is appropriate and and what is good? And I despair too that so much focus is on what we look like and what we wear, but hey, ignoring it is not very helpful to anyone who's going for a job interview today. Not at all. So we're going to go into it. So firstly, let's recognise that, as you've just said, workplace attire has become different. So if you've been out of the workforce for a while, Going to an office, for example, is far less formal than it used to be. There's been a real cultural shift to workplace flexibility, and that was happening even before the pandemic and the lockdowns and the movement to Zoom. I think we were getting more casual and more comfortable at work, and that's a really good thing. More recently, there's been some studies that show that work attire has relaxed because 40% of us have moved to remote work during the pandemic. So there's that COVID casual kind of thing, right? So even those who work in sectors where previously you were expected to wear a suit and a tie, if you were a man, you were expected to wear a suit. If you were a woman, you were supposed to wear high heels. If you were a woman, there was a set of really formal expectations. There's a definite shift now to a more casual working from home vibe. I've even observed it in my own home. 
with my husband, who is a lawyer, and he would have court days and non-court days. And court days are days when you dress up and you look formal. And even court attire has relaxed to a degree. And he's wearing things I would never normally see him wear to work. And I think for women, one of the positives is I think that that kind of um, spectrum of what you can wear and get away with now at work is probably even broader and bigger than it used to be. One UK study found that within three seconds, well-dressed people were judged as more confident, successful, flexible, and high earners. Well, yeah, exactly. So I've just talked about how important it is to be comfortable and casual and that things have changed. And yet we've got to put it on the table that people make judgments about you based on what you wear. Helen, there's another university study that we came across that showed that it takes a tenth of a second before you start determining someone's character traits like trustworthiness and likability based on what they wear. And of course, I think women experience higher rates of discrimination around what they wear than men and people of colour, again, often face bias and discrimination when it comes to how they look. So some of this is just some horrible facts, folks, about bias. I think what we need to do in a case like this is to acknowledge that that bias exists and then to set it aside. So if you're going to a job interview, I would expect that you come in looking presentable. So I don't want you in your pyjamas. I don't want you in anything that could be mistaken for your pyjamas. Having said that, don't expect you to be wearing a suit. Don't expect you to be wearing even a collared shirt. You want to look nice and presentable. So if you went and had lunch at mum's place or grandma's place, they wouldn't raise their eyebrows at you and go, "Mm, have you brushed your hair, Helen? Beyond that, I don't think it's necessary for you to go out and spend a lot of money. I don't think it's necessary for you to feel like you have to research a particular workplace and what they wear. I think you just need to make sure that you feel really comfortable and confident in your clothes and that it's not something you're going to fidget with. So when I say comfortable, it's not just sort of body positivity kind of comfortable, literally comfortable. Don't wear something with a scratchy tag. Don't wear something where the button pops all of the time. Don't wear something where it's so tight around your waist you can't breathe properly. Make sure that you feel genuinely comfortable. I agree and I think almost anything's on the table. I think you can wear, I'd probably rule out denim if I was in a non-tech sector startup environment. But other than that, I think you can wear any kind of pant any kind of shoe, any kind of blazer, any kind of shirt, T-shirt is all good. You can probably dress the way you would normally dress and get away with it. If you wear heels, I we were mentoring young women who work in the mining sector recently and this amazing young woman in high vis came on with a full face of amazing makeup and false eyelashes. And she said, I just like feeling like a girl and I love my makeup and I love being glamorous. Go for it. Like be who you are, because if you get that job, it's going to be a lot of effort to shift from the makeup person to the non-makeup person and vice versa. So my advice is comfort is around representing who you are. Now, one of the things that a friend of mine was asking me the other day, uh, she was going for a job in an artistic setting. And so she wanted to wear the craziest, most artistic outfit because she wanted to be remembered. And that made sense to me. And I applauded that. And that was who she was anyway. So she felt like 
you know, that was a good fit for her to be in bright colours and big earrings and crazy hat. I don't know what she wore, but it sounded crazy. But she wanted to be remembered. And I think that's worth considering. If you're more like me and clothes are really to be understated as much as possible, I'm not going to be comfortable at anything that isn't wildly understated. I hate being defined by what I'm wearing. So I choose to be as understated as possible. You try and avoid that if you possibly can. But then look, if you're if you're actually on stage or you're presenting and and then there's a different thing. It's a bit like it's a bit like I read once that the Queen always wore bright colours because she wanted people to be able to see her and because she was so little. You, yeah, you want to be able to see the Queen. That's why people are there. Yeah. So um that's why she always wore those fabulously bright colours. A Zoom meeting, again, I I was, was it with you a week ago and someone said, no, I was with somebody else and I said, I said, oh, you look glamorous today. And I had, I actually had to show it. I had the Nike tick on the t-shirt underneath the black jacket. Uh, I would keep it just as simple as possible. Clean, simple, uncomplicated. Uh, Just don't make your clothes a thing. Mm. I mean, that's, I say that because I think that's the majority of jobs. Don't make your clothes your thing. But there are jobs where the clothes are the thing and that's in the arts and the creative and if you are that person, then be, completely be you. Yeah. I think very broadly, folks, what both of us are coming back to is the idea that you should feel like yourself and if you are the minor who loves your false eyelashes and a face full of makeup, wear that. And if you are the understated Helen who prefers to be in all black and doesn't want to be remembered for your clothes, go with that. If you're the artistic type who wants to wear bright colours and loud earrings, go with that. The general rules of things to avoid are around things like uh, clothes that would restrict your movements or make you fidget or make you uncomfortable. Make sure you're not really cold. (laughs) If you're cold, you're going to feel more nervous. You know, when you're cold, you get goosebumps and you shiver, which will make you feel more anxious. So try and avoid that. Again, all of this comes back to you and how you feel. And if it's going to make you more comfortable to do some research on what's expected in that organisation and dress accordingly to that organisation, do that. If it's going to make you feel more confident to be able to wear something a bit more expensive and you can afford that, do that. If you're completely at a loss and you feel really uncomfortable with what you do have available to you, there are a bunch of charitable organisations that you can hit up. Dress for Success are one of them where corporate wardrobes are donated. So if it's something that you do want to wear and it's not something that's available within your pay packet at the moment, then go get some help. There are people out there who can give you a hand. I'm just going to draw on my magazine experience for a minute and say a white shirt every time. Really simple, particularly if you're over 40, a white shirt, well ironed, will get you through almost every time. Don't go and buy anything. Just borrow it from the next door neighbour if you don't have one. Put it in the nappy sand. Completely agree. You you do not have to purchase anything. There are organisations, but you can just wear the simplest Um, particularly on Zoom. And just to finish, Jan, we did touch on how workplaces have changed. And if we've used the word corporate dress codes, corporate dress codes can be sneakers now. It's not a a heel. You can literally get away. And again, I'm talking to anyone over 40, you don't have to wear a heel. Happy days. Shortlisted is produced by Future Women's Jobs Academy. To apply to join, head to jobsacademy.futurewomen.com or go to futurewomen.com to become a Future Women member today.